All right, so I'm going to do part two of Gracie's sermon on Psalm 145, because she didn't focus on a couple of the verses that I really want to focus on now. But let's read it again, um, since a lot of the Jewish um, kind of religious people that read Psalms, they read this three times a day. We can read it twice in one week, in two weeks, right? And uh, I will extol you, my God, O King, and I will bless your name forever and ever. You know, this is the, this scripture is like, if there's any scripture that would be like Jesus for president, this is it. You know, you could say, I will extol you, my God, O president. I will bless your name forever and ever, right? So there you go, Jesus for president. Every day I will bless you, and I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will pledge allegiance to you, Jesus, and not to the American flag, but to you, because you're the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Great is the Lord, and highly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. Isn't that crazy to think about unsearchable? That means you can't get to the bottom of it, right? Like I think of um, Lucretia, who searches for bulbs and just flowers out in fields and things. And imagine if you you just couldn't you just could search since you could you just couldn't find. I mean, there was just more and more and more and more flowers and bulbs everywhere you went, and it was and they were more and more beautiful every time you looked. And you looked a little bit further, then you find a more beautiful one, and then you think, "Wow, that's the most beautiful one possible." Then you looked. And you found a more beautiful one. And that's how I think of this as unsearchable, right? And so pretty soon you're just like, what would that What would that be like, Lucretia, if you were searching for bulbs and flowers, that each one that you found was more beautiful than any that you'd ever seen? Would that make you want to do it, for, do it more? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you'd be like an ecstatic. You probably wouldn't even sleep. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> that would be like way better than being on a meth high because you would just be like, you wouldn't want to sleep because you'd just be looking for the next most beautiful flower, right? Yep. Okay. One generation shall praise your works to another. Yeah, and shall declare your mighty acts on the glorious splendor of your name and on your wonderful works. I will meditate. The word meditate, you know, you know what it means? It means like murmur, groan. Like it's uh, it's not just in your head, kind of thinking about it and analyzing it. Meditate is deeper than that. It's like you're just kind of, oh, you know, like really like like deep in your in your being, thinking about it and just feeling it and tasting it. Okay. On your wonderful works, I will meditate. People will speak of the power of your awesome acts. You know, um, and I will tell of your greatness too, right? They shall eagerly utter the memory of your abundant goodness and will shout joyfully for your righteousness, joyfully. Think about all the negativity out there today where everyone, you just read the news and listen to the news, it's just negativity. Like this is the opposite of that, right? This is the opposite mindset of just like thinking about the latest uh, mass shooting or just a scandalous kind of politician act, right? They, we will shout joyfully of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, unlike many of us, right? And great in loving kindness. The Lord is good to all, everybody. 
you know, uh, and his mercies are over all of his works. Uh, now, this is the part that I'm going to focus on, verses 10 uh, and following. All of your works will give thanks to you, O Lord. All of your works will give thanks to you, O Lord. And your godly ones shall bless you. Who are the godly ones? You know, Chucky is a godly one. Definitely. You know, um, the godly ones are, are us. In, the, in uh, the Greek version of this, it's the holy ones. And you know what the word holy means? It means like to be set apart, to be, to be, to be different, to be, uh, to be um, special, right? So special ones, different ones. I think we have some different, different ones in our in our community, right? You think? Holy means to be different, to be yourself, to be special, right? There's nobody like Emmanuel. One of a kind. Look at that guy. And your godly ones, they shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power to make known to the sons of people, sons and daughters of, people, of men. That's literally like the children of Adam, Adam and Eve, you know. That means all humanity since the first ones came, started having kids. To make known to the sons and daughters of Adam your mighty acts and the glory and the majesty of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. It goes on and on and on forever and ever and ever. Never and ever and ever. And it won't be boring. Your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord sustains all who fall and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food in due time. You open your hand and you satisfy the desire of every living thing. Okay, so this whole thing about um, they will speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power. This this is what I really see General Eva is being about right now in this new season, you know, with uh, all the changes that are happening. Like if we're people that are out and about talking it up, talking up Jesus and not just talking him up like, oh, Jesus is so great, but also talking about um, the mighty, I mean, the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful mysteries and um, giving thanks for the works and talking of his power and uh, the mighty acts, you know, that we see God doing for us and for other people, right? Um, and um, if we're doing that, then that's going to be drawing people because they're going to want to get in on that, right? They're going to want to get in on the gold at the end of the rainbow that we're experiencing in, in our daily lives. And, and so if we're a, a really positive bunch of people who are experiencing maybe suffering, but also breakthroughs because we're praying and then we're expecting God to act. And then we're, we're having things happen that are just super cool that even if they're little things that we're learning how to celebrate the little things, but also medium sized things and big things. Right. And even when we think, why am I happy today? Because everything's going so bad. We can talk about that. Like, I don't know why I'm so happy today because things are going so bad. That's something that's a lot of people would like to be able to say. Right. Instead of like, man, life sucks. They could say, you know, it seems like life should suck, but it doesn't. For some reason, I don't even know why. Right. And like if we are a people that are just experiencing God, you know, it says in the Bible, taste and see that the Lord is good. 
right? Just inhale that Jesus right into your lungs. And then exhale him and just say, wow, that was a beautiful hit of God. Right? And if we're able to tell that and and win people over, that's going to win people over. That's going to cause people to go, where do you go? Where, where do you get up? What? You know what? What do you guys, where do you meet? The park sometimes when it's raining and it turned away outside in the park. Really? Okay. Well, man, what time? You know, like, or, or maybe they're going to be too shy for that. And you can say, well, we can meet right here. Here we are. This is us. Wherever two or three are gathered in my name, I'm here. Here we are. There's two of us. So check this out. And you pull out your little Gideon Bible, your little pocket Bible, like just Jason has. And you just thumb around in it and you find the right spot. And you say, look, here's one verse. Isn't this beautiful? Like, here's one that I want to read that's related to this. And then Jason and Jessica are going to share a book, something. So if you look at Matthew or Mark chapter, the last chapter of Mark, it's my, one of my very favorite chapters, verses, I'm sorry, Mark 16. So then when the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and he sat down at the right hand of God. That, that would have been crazy to see. Like a Probably people would have thought they were hallucinating. See him go up and sit down at the right hand of God. Then, um, and they went out and they preached everywhere. They went out and they preached everywhere. So that's kind of exactly what's happening in Psalm 145, right? Um, verse 10, your godly ones shall bless you. They will speak of the glory of your kingdom. Speaking, preaching, kind of same thing, Right. And they will talk of your power to make known to the children of men and women your mighty acts and the glory and the majesty of your kingdom. So that's what they did. They went about and they and they made known the, the beautiful works of God everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word by the signs that follow. See, the thing is, when we communicate and we share the good news of what God's doing, and we, we get the get up the guts to, to kind of talk about, to talk Jesus up, but in our own unique way, right? When we just get up the guts to talk up Jesus, he'll back us up with signs, you know, crazy signs, okay? Like my mom, she would have this really weird sign whenever she was, my mom was very depressed sometimes and even suicidal. She, she would get so, so, so down because she just, she suffered a lot. In some of her most suffering times, she would have gold dust that would just come on her face and on her hands. It was like a manifestation. I don't know if any of you have had that happen. We had it happen at Chernoweva. We were praying for a woman who was coming, who was high on heroin, and she was wanting to get clean. And she was crying, and she was in our back by the garden. Gracie and I were praying over her, and suddenly all over her whole chest, like, you know, she had like a, like a, uh, what do you call those kind of shirts? Tank top, yeah, and there was just gold dust all over, all over, and and uh, all over her arms. You know, it was like God just went, "I love you, my baby, I love you," and just covered her with gold dust. That's that's like a sign that confirms the word, right? Or healing, you know, just you could think God can't heal through me. You know, I'm not like a mighty woman of God or a mighty man of God or whatever. But then, what the heck? I'm just going to try. Name of Jesus, I just command that pain to go out. I just speak healing to those lungs. 
And then some suddenly the person realizes, man, hey, I feel better. And you're going, really? Wow. I wonder why. It could it well, you just prayed for me. You know, once Gracie was on the bus, I mean on the plane, we were flying and we met this Afghani lady and uh, and the man they were uh, wanting to uh, go on, you know, we, they were talking to us because we were trying to go to New Zealand and um, well, we were on down in San Francisco and we were looking for our gate. And um, this lady was, uh, they said, well, come with, can we go with you to the gate? Because they didn't know where they were supposed to go. So they followed us. We started talking and it turned out they both, uh, they both were doctors, but they had to flee Afghanistan and, and they were in a refugee camp. And then when they found out they were doctors, they became the doctors of the refugee camp in Pakistan. And then they ended up being refugees and they got to Canada and they moved to Seattle. And uh, this lady had a, a serious uh, problem called uh, porosis, uh, uh, osteopenia. It's like osteo, you know, your bones are getting all brittle and everything. She had all this pain in her bones and Gracie kept thinking I should pray for her, but she was Muslim. And so she thought, I don't want to, impose anything on someone who's Muslim and but God kept kind of telling her and Gracie said, Well I'm not gonna pray for her unless she sits right near me. And then she sat right near Gracie and I and me. And then Gracie said, Well that's not that near. It's like four seats away. And so she kept kind of chickening out. Because that's what happens when we're supposed to do the works of God is often we chicken out. If you're feeling like you're chickening out, that's a sign that you're supposed to probably kind of woman up or man up, right? So Gracie finally was almost like forced to because they were waiting in line at the bathroom and the plane was coming down after like a 13 hour flight. That's how long Gracie procrastinated. And she was just right next to the bathroom. And then the plane was there saying, everyone get to your seats, fasten your seatbelts. So Gracie said, so, um, Hey, um, why don't I just pray for you for that pain? And so she just said, I bless you with healing. And she didn't even say in Jesus' name because she forgot because she was nervous. And then the woman was completely healed right on the spot. And it was a shock. And her and her husband were just like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then they invited us to Afghani food at their house in Linwood when we came back. And it was super cool. So don't think that you can't just with a word kind of sometimes pray for someone. Like That's something that all of us can do. But anyway, uh, so the Lord worked with them with the words, confirming the words with the signs that follow.